What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Thanks for hanging out with us for a couple hours this evening to talk about the hobby, take a look at some new product, and report on some news and a whole lot more. Joining me as always, Chris Stuber. How are you, sir? Good, Rob. Good evening. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm good. doing good. Good. Um, another jam-packed show tonight. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I, I say we just get right into it. Why not? We have, we have uh, one more yeah, third and final four-pack of National Sports Collectors Convention tickets to give away. Absolutely. And, I'm going to send uh, a tweet out right now. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, you'll be looking for um, that tweet. Just retweet that. Only retweet it if you are able to go. That's right. And um, another reminder that the uh, National Sports Collection Collectors Convention Attendee Guide is live up on GoGTS.net. I'm going to be updating uh, a revised floor plan of the show that we have received uh, that kind of lays out where PSA is, where the case break pavilion is, the main stage and all that um, in much more detail. The first one we had up was the aggregate one that they sent us a couple weeks ago. And now we're ready to kind of fine tune and um, get everybody locked in and loaded with that. Um, we put It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we put up information about PSA's grading special, Leafs uh, Redemption Program, uh, Trade Night, and much more. So as more vendors, manufacturers, service providers uh, share what they're doing, we'll centrally locate it for you on the convention attendee guide at GoGTS.net. How about that, Chris? Oh, that sounds great. It's going to be a lot of fun, Rob. I can't wait to go there to Atlantic City with yourself. Um, the whole team's going to be there. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. It will be fun. It will be fun. So with that being said, the GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll, we want to know, are you planning to attend this year's National Sports Collectors Convention? Yes, no, or maybe. And uh, before we share the results so far, we will say that there has been some kind of wonky things going yeah. on with Twitter's poll API today. Um, <laughs> after an hour and a half of this being up, it had like one vote, which is so crazy because you Very guys strange. usually jump all over the poll. And within a few minutes, there's already a few dozen people voting. So don't know what's going on exactly. But uh, if you haven't weighed in, it's uh, the pinned tweet at GoGTS Live on Twitter. And uh, of 84 people weighing in, 79.8% are saying no, 9.5% maybe, 10% saying yes. So let's see what happens uh, later in the show. We'll update that poll question for you. Um, I don't know. What should we do next? Oh, I know. <laughs> We do some hobby happenings. <laughs> we do have um, some news notes and nuggets to tell you about in this hobby. We all love in this week's hobby happening segment. So let's take a look at some stories from around the interwebs, as they say. Yeah. And uh, 
got a few stories to share with you. And we'll kick it off uh, this week's hobby happenings with, well, <laughs> by now you, most of you have undoubtedly heard Oh, that's okay. Hold oh. on one second. Time out, as they say. Yes, this is live TV, so a big time timeout right here. But we'll be right with everyone with the hobby happenings, a lot of stuff going on. Now, Rob. Now, let me ask you something. Have yeah. you been to a national? I have. I was at the last one that was in Atlantic City. So back oh, in you 2016. Were. Okay. I was there, yes. Okay. A lot of fun, a lot of people. A lot of things to see, a lot of things to do. And if you only go there for one day, I'll tell you, I felt like I couldn't get everything in in just one day. It, it no, really was that big. Yeah, you definitely cannot get it in all in one day. Not at all. The uh, One of the things that I'm looking forward to is we'll be uh, having lunch brought in for the GTS team. And I know one day we're getting uh, White House subs. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. James is excited. That's okay. That's okay. We're going to take it from the top. All right. So here's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Well, by now, most of you have undoubtedly heard about the obvious error that occurred with the dual signed Austin Meadows, Randy, a Rosarina card number to 50 in 2022 tops definitive baseball. The card clearly displays two sticker autographs signed by the same person. Thankfully, this appears to be an isolated incident within the product as no other suspect cards have been reported to date. Tops did issue a statement on Twitter saying that they will be replacing the card with one of equal value and providing a brand new box to customers owning the card. Additionally, the statement concludes with mention of improving their autograph procurement processes and quality control as a whole to avoid such incidents in the future. Sports Collectors Daily reported on most amazing unopened vintage baseball pack. One of such known packs to exist is now on the market. They all originated from an unopened find that took place on the East Coast more than 13 years ago. A 1929 star player candy pack with Babe Ruth on top is currently being offered in the latest Heritage Auctions catalog. The pack was a part of a jaw-dropping find of 1920s and 30s sports and non-sports candy and gum boxes that was uncovered on the back of a dusty shelf on an old wholesaler's warehouse and sold through Robert Edward Auctions in 2009. The headliners and gum box product produced by Dockman and Sons contained 76 packs, 70 of which were still sealed. The sets in 1928 and 1929 headliners and gum became known to the hobby as star player candy in the, in the ensuing years. It wasn't until 2009 find that the product's actual name revealed itself through the box find. The packs contained a single card and numerous tiny pieces of bubble gum. The top of the glass scene wrapper was folded over and sealed with a single staple. The 1929 sets checklist extends well beyond sports. However, the 1928 star player candy set is strictly baseball. 
In the original find, there were four packs with Ruth showing, plus others that held packs featuring Lou Gehrig and Walter Johnson. The current high bid at Heritage is already at $27,000, with the auction not scheduled to close until July 21st. All right, so pause it right there. Um, <laughs> how much money, and James, let's get you to weigh in, how much money would it take for you to put that candy, that gum rather, in your mouth and chew it? Wow. Um, more than $27,000 yeah. for sure. <laughs> Six I have figures. No idea. Six yeah. figures. Okay. Yeah. It, it would take some cash. Especially no with inflation, right? I, yeah. I was going to yeah. say six figures would, would do it for me. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Nasty. Nasty. As you may have read here last week, PSA will resume a grading 1984-85 star company basketball cards this summer. Sports Collectors Daily reports that while an exact date hasn't been set for public submissions, CEO Nat Turner did release an image of what the cards will look like in their slab. PSA decided several years ago to not grade the card due to the susceptibility of being easily counterfeited. No statement was issued on what has changed to deem the card being gradable, but it's safe to assume with recent changes that technology will play into the grading process. No question about that. One of the highest graded copies of one of the hobby's top modern era basketball cards just hit the market. Sports Collectors Daily reports that a BGS 8.5 1997 Metal Universe Precious Metal Gems Michael Jordan Red is up for sale through PWCC. Among the major card authenticators, only 60 copies of the card have been assessed and encased. Just 90 red and 10 green copies, all numbered, were produced. Since 2020, a red version of this card has gone up to auction nine times. That's nine times. <laughs> Last month, a BGS 7 copy sold for $450,000. Only four copies of the red PMG Jordan have ever been awarded a higher technical grade from Beckett, and only two 9.5 examples have been offered at auction over the last two and a half years. Rob, that is one rare Jordan. It really is. And I caught your little Ferris Bueller. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> in legal news, the person arrested and charged with a string of hobby shop burglaries we've previously uh, reported on has pleaded guilty to conspiracy to transport in interstate comment, uh, commerce rather goods worth $5,000 or more while knowing those goods were stolen. Jason Cates of Knoxville, Tennessee, was arrested for the alleged burglarizing of Webb's cards and collectibles in Knoxville, Kentucky Roadshow shop in Lexington, sports card shop in New Buffalo, Michigan, and breaking bangers in Cartersville, Georgia. Sentencing is scheduled for late October with the sentencing sentencing carrying a minimum or excuse me, a maximum rather of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. You can do the crime. You got to do the time, Rob. Yes, sir. Andy Broom has been promoted to vice president of certified sports guarantee CSG in late 2020 Broom left Beckett to join CSG, a division of certified collectibles group 
where he oversaw the company's move into grading sports cards through the new hires and training. Sports Collectors Daily reports that the company says it is on the brink of grading 1 million cards since its launch in February of 2021. When it does, it will be the fastest that any grading surface has hit that milestone. About the promotion, Broom stated, I joined CSG to build a better sports card grading service than what was available to collectibles. To collectors, sorry. We accomplished that by offering the industry's best holder and label the most advantageous pricing and fast turnaround times. Building on what we do already, I look forward to making further enhancements to our grading services. One million cards since February of 2021. I think it's safe to say that the grading industry is going off on a huge boom, and we all know that it's the future. That's what it's all about. Crazy. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Oh, oh if only I had a piece of 100-year-old bubblegum. <laughs> now, here's the question. Can you get that graded? I said, you know what? I would... I think they'll grade anything if you're willing yeah. to pay for it. I mean, would you be willing to grade a, a hundred year old piece of bubble gum? I, I think that would be a one, wouldn't it? A poor. <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily. Uh, uh, let's see. Good morning, LA, or hello, LA, or something like that. Uh, had on hunt auctions to take a look at some of the featured items in the upcoming MLB all-star game auction. Check this out and we'll be right back and update the poll question and take a look at what else is hot in the shop this week. Lucky to have some of that stuff right here in the studio, along with Dave Hunt, president of hunt auctions. I'm really excited to talk about what you got going on here. Yeah, you yeah. know I want to start with the jewelry, though. Of course. Start with the bling, right? Please. Uh, you know, World Series rings, obviously, are the sort of the pinnacle of achievement in baseball, but also collectibly as well. Uh, we've got two from the Dodgers history, 1955, Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, Joe Black, who actually wasn't even with the team in 55, got traded, but he's so valued by the organization. Mm -hmm. They still gave him a ring after the fact. And, I love that. I love stories like yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. and 1959, P.B. Reese, pretty good player um, and great name, by the way, in baseball history. And, and these pieces are, are some of the more expensive things, but one thing that's always fun for us each year at these All-Star Game auctions is to have something for everybody. So there's lots of things there in the hundreds as well. This is really cool. Um, how much... How much are we talking about? How much they should value? be anywhere from twenty to 40000 each, if not more. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see come bidding day. We'll see. Sure. What about the baseball in the middle? Uh, Babe Ruth. Well, decent player. I think they named a little league sounds, after him. You know, sounds right. familiar. Sandlot, you know, we all know. Um, so, you know, you get that classic collectible, and this is sort of it. Everybody wants that Babe Ruth baseball. This is the ultimate. Yeah, right? it really is. Yeah. And great condition. Uh, obviously, that plays a lot into the value, too. You can have a Ruth ball that can be in the couple thousand dollar range, but it's obviously in fairly bad condition. One like this is going to be in that thirty or $40,000 range. Yeah. This is a big. I mean, what's what's the, what's the range? Period. You think of a Babe Ruth ball? Yeah, I mean, we've we've had some that are in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Uh, we actually sold one really the All Star Game, and back in 2006, it was the first home run he hit in the history of the All Star Game in 1933 for 800,000. So, you know, we tell people too, you might have that that baseball, and you're rolling around in your attic. But you might want to find out what it's worth. Mm -hmm. Bring it down. We're, we've got national experts there, happy to tell you. And it's a MLB puts on a great event year they do this and even comparing this one and what you said you, you know the estimated value of this is compared to one of the bigger ones 
you keep it for a while and then it's like we'll see right yeah i think one thing that's been interesting especially during the pandemic era that we've had uh like the rest of the world it's thrown a lot of things into, into chaos mm -hmm. but our mart has increased it's sometimes 10 and 12. It's been amazing. I think nostalgia has driven that a lot, right? People going in their closets, having lots of time to see what they have in baseball cards or whatever it may be. And they become almost an asset class in and of themselves. Just in the past three years alone, we've sold Jackie Robinson jersey for 4.2 million. I, that sounds like a yeah. dream having your home. Yeah, and a Babe Ruth jersey for almost 6 million. So wow. it's the kind of thing that we see these pieces not only appreciating, but something you can enjoy as well. Mm -hmm. And that's something a lot of people are gravitating towards. Mm -hmm. Willie Mays, and I apologize to Giants fans, or <laughs> sorry, Dodgers fans, but Willie Mays is Willie Mays, mm -hmm. and one of the all-time greats. This is one of the lead pieces from the Stoneham family collection, Charles and Hoss, who owned the Giants franchise for many years. This is one of the final uh, jerseys that he wore in 1972, with both the home and the road uniforms, in addition to Bobby Thompson's cleats that crossed home plate when the Giants won the pennant in the, against the Dodgers. So some really historic items. And really cool, too. Yeah. Exactly. Can you imagine having a conversation about this? You know, like, this is what you own, and that's, this is really cool. Yeah, we tell people, even if you're just coming down to play a part in one of you, these items, it's really like a museum in and of itself. Exactly. Even if you don't want to bid, uh, that's fine, but we encourage people, come on down, take a look, and you can obviously bid if you decide to. Yeah. What about here? Fernando. Good. <laughs> you know, one of those iconic Dodger players. Uh, really beloved as well. This is a, a jersey from 1982. Wow. Early in his career. Should be in that three to $5,000 range. Um, anytime you get game-used items, championship awards, that's something that you had to have primary access to. So you couldn't just, you know, an autograph or something like that you can get, you know, if you happen to be at a still really place. hard. Exactly right. But uh, game-used is certainly among the more premium items you can obtain. That's awesome. Last but not least. Great place, Jackie Robinson. Uh, the baseball card alone is a pretty cool item from 1955, the year they won the championship. I'm like afraid to get too close. <laughs> <laughs> this one's autographed, just in beautiful condition. Best wishes, Jackie Robinson. And rightfully so, the, the appreciation for Jackie's items and artifacts has really just exploded in the, in the, in the previous years. Uh, and, and, and it's amazing to see a new generation of fans learning about him, MLB doing a great job with documents and day and all the different aspects surrounding his life, both on and off the field. This should be in that ten to twenty thousand range. Dave, thank you so much. Yeah, for being not here at all. Thank you. This morning, appreciate I appreciate it. ten to twenty thousand, of course. Right? <laughs> that sounds like a deal too. Right. Yeah. Visit huntauctions.com. Still have a little bit of show left, though. So You've we'll done try. well, Rob. You've done well. <laughs> um. Okay, let's update the poll question really quick. And holy cow, like fourfold, no, a threefold increase since we first yes. went on air. Um, not much change in percentage, though. 78% saying no, they're not going to be able to attend the national. 12.8% saying yes. 9.3% saying maybe. So out of 227 people. So thanks for weighing in on that. Uh, just a couple minutes left. In that if you haven't done so already a quick refresh there okay thank you james all right we do have some other products uh in addition to chronicles and pristine that are new releases this week and we will detail them to you here in our weekly hot in the shop segment starting off with another tops baseball product this in the form of 2022 tops archive signature series retired player edition we've already taken a look at active player edition this year now comes retired a one encased autograph buyback card in every box 
keep an eye out for rare multi-sign cards and premium buybacks from the games enshrined. Every card is hand-signed, foil stamp, sequentially numbered, and enclosed in Topps authenticated casing. Limited production run this year. The checklist is up on GoGTS.net. All right, so next up is 2022 Leaf Ultimate Draft Football Cards. Delivers five autograph cards in every box. It's an exciting mix of 2022 draft picks, top NCAA players. This this release features the perfect mix of exciting prospects, hottest names. It's a limited production run. It features a star-studded cast of elite prospects, Great themed autograph inserts, including Ultimate Futures, Leadership, and Ultimate Weapons. It has players like Aiden Hutchinson. Look for a heavy emphasis on skilled players. It has a dynamic checklist. Other players are Matt Carell, Malik Willis, Chris Olave, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Khalib Williams, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter. Lots of great prospects in this product. Here's the Chris Olave autograph card. Other players on this checklist are Joe Montana's in this, some of the, the legends. Sorry, my computer's running a little slow here. Here we go, got Bryce Young from Alabama. CJ Stroud. Sorry about that, Rob. It's just running a little slow for me right here. You're fine. We got Quinn Ewers. Trivion Henderson. Well yes. represented. It's, re- <laughs> it's really running slow for me. Um, Walker Howard. And it's out this week. Sorry about that, guys. It was just running really slow for me on my computer right here. Catch it out this week in your local hobby shop. Also this week, another football product, 2022 Onyx Vintage Football Card Collection. You're going to get two autographs signed on card in every box back for its sophomore season. Onyx Vintage Football features NFL stars, legends, top 10 NFL draft picks, NCAA stars, and more. The two autographs also parallel down uh, from blue signatures, which are not numbered, down to 50 green signatures. Red is numbered to 25, and black numbered to just five. NFL stars on the checklist include Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, Justin Herbert, and more. NFL legends Eli Manning, Frank Gore, Chad Ostro, Cinco Johnson, mm-hmm. Randall Cunningham. First-round draft picks, Aiden Hutchinson, Akeem Okonwa, Kyle Hamilton, Derek Stingley Jr., Ahmad Gardner, and many more, plus some top quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers from the NCAA, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Matt Coral, Carson Strong, Sam Howell, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker III, Isaiah Spiller, Drake London, Johan Dotson, Traylon Book. Burks and more checklist is up on gogts.net for this as well in stores and at your favorite breaker this week. Next up, we broke it last week, Rob, and you pulled another big banger. Then was 2022 Cardsmith currency trading cards. Oh, you know what? We should, we should update 
you know, while this is playing, sorry to interrupt you. Sure. And let people know what the redemption was for. It was for um, a Bitcoin, not in full, but 0.01 of a Bitcoin. Sure. Which at the time was worth about $250. But um, there is no redemption date on it. Although I wouldn't hold it, I'd go ahead and get the coin and keep it in a wallet because there's nowhere to go but up at this point. For that. Sure. <laughs> Lots of potential with that card, but that's good. It delivers two hollow foil cards and one crystal sparkle card in every box. Journey from the earliest days of civilization where mankind first bought, sold, and bartered for the basic goods they needed to survive to the present where technology, digital banking, and cryptocurrencies power the economic engine of the commerce. Series 1 features influential persons, memes, artifacts, and currency formats that have played an important role in the development of civilization in our modern economy. Such a very cool product, Rob, that we just pulled last It was week. fun. It was really, so, really cool. It was so much fun. <laughs> and that's going to do it for Hot in the Shop. We have one other product to tell you about when we switch back to two cameras because I've got a uh, little show-and-tell element to sure. go along with it. Uh, a difference, we took a look a couple weeks ago at Select UFC, and uh, this week another new release is Select UFC uh, Hobby Hybrid, also called H2 Edition. Yep. So look for that. But one more prize for tonight, unredeemed from our unclaimed, I should say, from last year, our couple weeks ago is the Derek Lewis auto uh, redemption that we hit out of that box. So we'll give that away really tonight cool. as well. Um, all right. We are going to put Chris to work pulling winners. In the meantime, uh, Fox six news in Milwaukee had an opportunity to talk with real breaks and you guys check this out. And we'll be back to announce the winners and wrap it up. Recently, a special LeBron James basketball card sold for more than $2 million. What's more remarkable, that there's that kind of market for a collectible or that a small Wisconsin town is a big player in the sports card business? Tim Van Voren goes beyond the game. About an hour northwest of Milwaukee sits Wapun a city of roughly 12,000 people, and suddenly an epicenter in the sports cards world. We get people all the time that say, wow, I feel like I'm somewhere else. I feel like I'm in Chicago. I feel like I'm in downtown Milwaukee. Tom Kolchesky has Front renovated here. a 1930s oh. building in downtown Wapun. It is gleaming, and a sign of the upward track his business is on. All since he made a career change in 2016, when he and his wife were expecting a child who would require extensive surgery and continuing medical attention. They need a really flexible hours, and what is more flexible than selling baseball cards at midnight? Selling baseball cards to anyone at any time is plausible in 2022. 20 years ago, baseball cards, every town had a couple shops, and that's what you saw. So the Internet's really changed. It's changed our world, but it's changed collectibles, particularly sports cards, quite a bit. So. And so you can service Hong Kong, you can service Montana, the same from here as you could from anywhere else, correct? Yeah, yeah we ship on an average week probably 12 countries, and 
I'd say probably 40 states every week. If not insatiable, the demand is strong, both for shipping and in-person sales at the Real Sports Cards shop. Lots of money's exchanging hands these days in the industry. People always go back to the 80s, where a pack of cards is 40 cents and you got 12 cards, then you could complete a set. And a piece of bubblegum. And a piece of bubblegum. So I ate a piece of 86 Tops bubblegum two weeks ago on a dare, and it was, it was just as bad as it was in 86. <laughs> so, so people understand that, okay? So Tops and Panini, they still make that. But now there's a cap on how many cards are printed. Plus, there are autograph cards, or cards with bats, or cards sold in metal briefcases. Brilliant stars. And in Tom's inventory, Pokemon cards as well. Compared to sports card, Pokemon's really cheap. Like you can buy the nicest box of Pokemon for $110. You can buy a nice pack for like $4. I mean, that's nothing compared to what sports cards is. At this point, the question seems inevitable. Can Tom and the industry as a whole keep this up? Here, this Gypsy Queen product, it's a Topps product. I've been online, we've sold like 40 cases. I've been in the store, we've sold like eight boxes. So as long as there's sports and as long as there's popularity, this is a way to be connected. You know, to have an autographed card of like Aaron Rodgers. You're a big Rodgers fan, having an autographed card of him, that's a big deal. From Wapun to the world. In Wapun, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. A lot of people maybe don't even know it's up there, by the way. Part of Wapun's in Dodge County, and part of it of the city is actually in Fond du Lac County. How about that? It's a cool community. I've been there a few times. Awesome. Well, thank you. But all over again next week, which means that must be our National Sports Collectors Convention preview show. <laughs> uh, we'll give you some insight to some of the things going on. And have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be yeah. back and do it all over again next week. Always be collecting. Good night.